Because all these wrestlers that smoke weed, they go to their room, they smoke marijuana, they go to bed. They don't bother anybody. It's it's like a therapy. It's good for them. It keeps Have them out of trouble. Have you ever smoked and, enough weed that you accidentally shit the bed? He's gonna. He's gonna. Welcome to It's All Pro Wrestling Podcast. My name is Bill. I make movies. And my name is Doug. And we are two men of different decades working together to bring you a pro wrestling podcast because we need more of those. Doug, how's my how's my tagline? <laughs> it's it's. It's okay, but it works. It needs, it needs some work. It, it's better than except for you started burping and you threw yourself off. I didn't burp. Oh, well, it looked like you were like holding the burp back. No, fuck you, Doug. Oh. How was your week? Are you okay? <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. I don't even remember what the fuck I did at all. You didn't do anything. Um, no, I worked. Had a day off. Mm-hmm. Worked all, worked all day on Easter. That's cool. Then I went and ate at the country buffet. All the foods. No, the country buffet closed down, Bill. Did it really? Yeah, it's been closed for a while. Like, is it like a post-COVID, or is it was it before, before the- COVID? Oh no, shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck, yeah. Fucking Fort Collins, just killing all the good stuff. Like. Oh, do you know we have all this craft beer and we have a stupid train bus thing that kind of works? And look at all these fucking condos. Fuck you, country buffet and old people and poor people. Get the fuck out of my new city. No golden crow. That's been gone. That, I knew though. that was gone. I, and I knew that one was gone. So what's at the country buffet now in Fort Collins, Colorado? Like a paint store or something? <laughs> A paint store? <laughs> yeah, I think it's something like that. Huh. That's that's cool. Good for the paint. Good for the painters. Yeah. Open up the market for painting. Mm-hmm. So we're no, I just went over to uh just over to my sister-in-law's and had a little family get together, ate a lot of food, and then went to bed. Because I had to work very early. Well, that sucks, Doug. I don't care about that. What did the Easter bunny bring your your darling daughter? She got a Barbie Easter basket and a giant peep stuff animal. I guess one of those like squishy things. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. What did the Easter Bunny bring you, Doug? Nothing, though. No, just it just indenture gratitude to your workplace. He just brought me the joy of watching my daughter search for Easter eggs. My kids still have one Easter egg that's missing still in the house. <laughs> Do you know where it is or no? <laughs> <laughs> I have I have not seen my Easter egg that Easter Bunny Did left. Norma eat it. I don't think so. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure the Easter Bunny kept the eggs away from normal levels. <laughs> yeah. And 
the Easter Bunny does plastic eggs with jelly beans on the inside of it, so it's not the <laughs> end of the world at our house. So, but whoever the Easter Bunny is, did did some did some pretty crafty hiding on Saturday night or Sunday morning. Well, I don't know when the Easter Bunny shows up. Are you gonna ask me about how my week went, Doug? Yeah, but how was your week? Well, Doug, my week was full of soccer enjoyment. I have coached three games so far. I have a fourth game to coach and another game that I'm just going to watch. It's soccer season, baby. We love it. Yay. This is uh, coaching for the youngest though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm coaching for the boy, but just a lot, dude. And then I had a district sure. district art show. And then last week, was at a district science fair and then my wife had like two meetings for building new schools and i had to go to one of those and i've been busy doug just busy man like i'm working on other things i have other things going on other than the podcast doug i don't yeah you have work remember it's killing you it's all well yeah it's killing you physically Mentally and emotionally. It is. That it is. Sorry, Doug. It's okay. I'm surviving for now. What was your post-workout meal of the week? <laughs> I haven't been back to the gym since uh, my back. I, is it better or is it still shit? Push. It's it's better, but not fully healed. Like sitting down is the worst it feels like the last couple <laughs> vertebrae like are like compressed and if i like lift my left leg up it like feels like it's like grinding <laughs> or doing something oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then occasionally it just spazzes out didn't you because you had like back problems like a decade ago or so didn't you yeah, when I was in the when I was the dairy manager. Yeah, because you were when I first you were lifting it, like yeah. a champ and using all the twists <laughs> to do. Yeah. To, when he had like to lift eighty got like eighty pounds of milk. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, back at that time there was like thirty sacks of milk to work each day. Yeah, so that was fun. And then it got better for a while, and now it's just like a few times a year, occasion. Occasionally, it'll just kind of tweak out. Now, you never did anything for it, though, initially, did you? I, yeah, I did uh, physical therapy. Okay. I think that's it. No, it's, it's it something. Physical therapy. I refused to, like... Became addicted to opioids. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, you, you should get some muscle relaxers and pain pills. I'm like, no, I, I don't want to go down that. <laughs> what, Fort Collins wants you to get pills? That doesn't sound like Fort Collins right. at all. <laughs> I mean, it's such a good, clean community with no, nothing bad ever happens. Right. Ever. My my doctor wanna push it on me though. Like she's cool about like that kind of stuff. Is she hot? Doug's nodding his head, yes. Can I meet her? I don't know. Sure, Bill. Cool. So <laughs> so speaking of meeting people, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Come down. We, okay. yeah. Yes, Bill? I plan on meeting a bunch of really cool people this Sunday, April 24th at the O in Denver, Colorado. 
Where where oh, am I really? gonna meet those people, Doug? Why am I, I why am I meeting those people? Are you are you referring to Lucha Libre and Laughs Bill? I am, Doug. We're going to oh. Lucha Libre and Laughs. April 24th, Sunday at the O. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. And we're gonna meet people. Or we're just gonna stand there in our group of four and just stare at each other the entire time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Smelling food. like sweating Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> and and Whoa, Kentucky and gentleman PBR and cheap whiskey. Yeah. And eight dollars. Although I went vodka. cheap tequila last time. Yeah. Actually, that tequila wasn't bad though. Because I figured it was that Juarez, was which I mean it's not good, but I would take I would take Juarez to Kentucky Gentleman any day, as far as if I had to choose something. So, Doug, I'm very excited. Lucha Libre laughs. The medium is the message. April twenty fourth, Sunday at the O. Yes, Bill. God damn, Doug, you're supposed to have this shit ready. Hi, hi. I'm I'm so ready. Screaming again. God damn it. We're supposed to be professional Bill, radio I, players now. Well, Bill, are you excited for this week's Lucha Libre and Laughs? Yes. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think that's that's how the people at work probably think I do the uh, the podcast from my like announcement voice and customer service voice. I have all these customers. Oh, you should be on a should be a sports announcer or a radio commentary. Why? Your voice sucks. Do you remember my amazing announcements? I just remember like Hondelicious. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh-huh. and then you would go and then you would have like well you're like your voice used to be really high back like when you're early 20s. I have proof of this. I sent you. I sent you songs in which you're on, and huh? I did. Yeah. Oh, I found. I found my old songs, Doug. <laughs> I sent a link. It's on SoundCloud. Anyway, huh. yeah. There, Doug says bad words, and <laughs> but your voice used to be really high. It was like way higher than it is now. That's fair. No, it's not. I mean, you, you, you became a man. When you were 21. Congratulations. So Bill. Yes. How the hell did we last this Sunday? This Sunday, April 24th at the O. The medium is the message. Now this uh this is gonna be another fun one, as always, but looks like uh the main event for the for the women's title is gonna be champion Heidi Howitzer versus Viva Ban and Ida Surreal. Yes. I'm pretty excited about that one. Uh, I, I'll be honest, I don't know too much about Viva Van. I don't, but I've mm-hmm. but I've um picked up on Ida Surreal probably since about last year. Uh okay. I found her through uh Brainbuster did some portraits with her. Oh nice. And I was just like, oh, who is she? And kind of looked into her. And so I've been kind of paying attention to her. Um She's been doing stuff with Effie for a little while now, and okay, um, and you know the GCW crew, but you know more aligned with Effie. And then reading about Viva Van, she looks like 
she's starting to become a bigger thing. I believe she's had several matches on AW Dark. Okay. Maybe even a Dynamite. But it's starting to get making a starting to make a name. Nice. For herself. Bunch of locals. Uh there's gonna be a big mystery match with a uh no DQ. Mm-hmm. And that's Brent Thorne versus the mystery opponent. Yes, which we have our uh, our theories. We'll let you know next time. No, next. you should you should just go ahead and throw it out there, Douglas. Who do you think it is? Look, I think it's going to be Abaddon. I don't, I don't hate that theory. Abaddon is from here, mm-hmm. and she just did uh, the um, Dustin Rhodes had a his like his school had a showcase essentially a show okay and she was at that and actually she um dressed as gold dust it's on her twitter really? it's really cool she looks awesome in it i haven't seen that yeah and i mean like i said she's she's from here yeah so i mean it'd be a great homecoming for her if that is the case being a big rocky mountain pro i'm i'm sure she has been at lucha libre and left she had to have been i can't imagine she hasn't i just i, I haven't seen her there but that doesn't mean a whole yeah. lot and I think the way they're promoting it, you know, it's going to be a big, you know, big name, big surprise for them. It makes sense for it to be an Abaddon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have one other kind of a thought. Uh, I thought maybe it was going to be daddy doom, but daddy doom's going to be on. It's already there. She's, she's making an appearance already. She's a local talent. The other one I was thinking of was um, Max. Gotcha. She tags with Howitzer. So yeah, they. What's their tag team name? Um, the something Wastelands. Yeah, and I believe, I believe Max was the bear that. Oh, that uh, Slamovich. Yeah, <laughs> that was the bear that Slamovich was facing. I didn't even. I didn't even know. Because oh. <laughs> after the weekend, I'm like, I, I gotta go. I gotta look into the match versus Bear. Yeah, we were talking about that on the podcast. Yeah. And it was Max the Impaler dressed like as a bear, and eventually, like, into the ring, ripped off the the face, and. Uh, and then we also mm-hmm. got uh, Sandra Moon uh, versus Dark Sheik. Dark Sheik has been having a good little run here recently. GCW, as well. Um, she's also been in Hood Slam. In fact, I could be wrong. She might be the Booker in Hood Slam, and if I'm wrong on that. You can yell at me, and I won't care. <laughs> but um, I'm not familiar with Hood Slam. Hood Slam's out of Oakland. Okay. Um, unique wrestling, like some of it's off the wall, insane. It, it, yeah, I'll just I'll go kind of circusy without. Okay. Eclectic. We'll go with eclectic. But Dark Sheik, she's awesome. Uh, everything I've seen her in, and then we also have supposedly. There is a male on the card because I did some digging mm-hmm. and a uh, Rocky Mountain Pros champion, Bruce Waynes, is supposedly wrestling Lilith Grimm as well. And Lilith Grimm is one half of the Lucha Libre and Laughs tag team champions. Correct. So, and then there's uh, Tyra Russamy and Lola, are all, and I mentioned Daddy Doom are all supposed to be there as well. Yeah. So it's gonna be a fun night. It's gonna. It's. I like the fact that it's you know primarily a, a woman's card, 
Um, yeah, for sure. You know, it's going to be really cool. And even though it's going to be a Sunday, it'll be fun. I have a birthday party earlier that day. So. Whose birthday? Uh, nephew. You didn't go to my birthday party. <laughs> you didn't have a birthday party. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's going to be rainy, though. <gasps> like the party. Why is the... Why is the if you know, you know. If you don't, that's okay. <laughs> why is it going to be rainy? Like, is that a pee joke? Why is there pee at your nephew's birthday party? Think of my nephew's name. Yeah. Oh, it's that nephew. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was the other nephew. Now I'm getting it. I'm on top of it now. I thought it was the nephew on the other side, not the nephew on that side. Yeah. yeah. That's in like two weeks. <laughs> See, I'm not wrong. There's... There's an insane run in May. Yeah, because everyone was boning hard. We got four. It's me, then my sisters. Yeah. But a week before that, it's wife, nephew, then niece, five and four. Yeah, there's four, five, six, ten, eleven. Like, what are you guys? Like, July 4th, Fox or something like that? I don't know how to do math. August. Why, why are people boning in August? Or is this September? No. Because I think we figured out my mom's birthday. Oh, we did figure it out. <laughs> yeah, my mom's yeah, birthday. Dennis is like, I got a present for you. Let me just kind of get on get on top here. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, here's some cake batter. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and your mom's just thinking of me, even though I wasn't born yet <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> you showed my dad's impression is spot on, but this time it turned into like an old man crossed with a turtle. It's pretty much how I picture your dad anymore. <laughs> There was a lot of wrestling this week. And I did watch wrestling there this was. week. I watched I watched three episodes of AEW. I did not watch anything else other than that and the homework. Baby, yeah. I, I'm trying to find some time here. You. you know, baby, I'm I'm trying. I'm trying here, baby. So I didn't get to all the AEWs, and then Hulu was out today on my catch-up day. Okay. Why was Hulu out? How does Hulu I have no out? idea. I heard it on the radio. I have no idea. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I, I heard it from a few different people that Hulu was out, so I'm like, well, we're going to skip catching up. <laughs> okay, so what, did, so what did you watch then? I watched... The first three fourths of... <laughs> I watched the first three fourths of Rampage. I stopped at the like 
Hangman Adam Cole match because we we're gonna eat dinner and I figured it's gonna be and you were very conscious of what happened and you wanted to respect the baby Jesus and his coming back from the dead, like Vince Russo and Eric Bischoff, those stupid fucking dipshits. Mm-hmm. You know fucking Russo lives somewhere near me. I need he a lives in, he lives in Denver. Yeah, he lives in fucking Broomfield. What? Yeah. Well, quit weird. playing with whatever you're fucking playing with. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, like he he was actually he was actually like he was head of creative for Rocky Mountain Pro for oh. a cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like I was hearing some interesting stories from that. Um, That's weird. Yeah. But you were you're respecting the baby Jesus's coming back from a cave. Mm-hmm. He's, he was a caveman, and now he's not a caveman. He's he ascended to Earth, and then he went to heaven or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I don't know. No. I don't know religion. So okay. So you you barely watched anything of that. I watched there's two. There's I watched the first couple matches of Rampage. Oh no, that because Rampage was Rampage was on Good Friday. You know mm-hmm. Jesus and crowns and. There's a Nine Inch Nail song that Johnny Cash covered. Early one morning while making the rounds, I took a shot of cocaine and I I still don't remember what happened in the first half of Rampage. It was so long ago. There's been so much in between. Okay, so actually Rampage was, let me look, I'm looking at it now. Uh, Rampage was uh, Blackpool Combat Club in a trios match against Gun Club. Okay. Which was really good because Gun Club's really mm-hmm. good. I think I think they gave yeah. Billy a little too much credit, but I'm not I'm not gonna fault it. Billy looks awesome. Yeah. And I like Billy Gunn. Whatever. Fuck off. He's yeah, he's still he's fucking he's huge. Still fucking jacked. He's so fucking good shape. Roided to the gills, baby. <laughs> Allegedly. He still moves. He moves well. Not like wouldn't you say he's probably about the same age as Scott Norton? Norton's probably a little older, my guess would be. Well, we'll get into the, <laughs> we'll get into that in maybe we'll, in a sec. We'll get into the movement of Scott Norton <laughs> in a few minutes. And yeah, you're right though. Billy Gunn, he moves great, he looks great. And he's he's wrestling with his sons. God, do you remember how obsessed of, how, you remember how obsessed we were of like all the sons in wrestling? Like pre, like when we were recording, but not publishing. Like there was a point where I was actually going to do a tournament of the sons, like because I had like Shivani's son and Goldberg's son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like that beautiful couple sons. weeks. But I guess segment. like a month where like all the like all of a sudden all the sons just started popping up, and then the sons are still there. I mean, keep in mind we did we saw Brock Anderson. Yeah, you know, saw Brock. We're seeing. I haven't seen Shivani's son again. God, I love that um, boy. Hook, hooks us, hooks the son. I mean, yeah, we got all those. We got all these sons just floating around. Mm-hmm. But we need to get back into the sun mode. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Ruby Soho, Robin Renegade match, which was good. Yeah, especially because of Twin Magic. Anytime you bring Twin Magic in, you bring in the Hebner twins. <laughs> I'm all on board. Hopefully the Renegade Sisters did not go and sell bootleg merchandise outside. No. I'm getting to the point with these qualifier matches. I understand why 
this is happening, but I'd kind of like to see an enhancement talent get in to the Owen Hart tournament one way or another. Right, for sure. Give especially on the women's side. Like a Willow Willow Nightingale should have went in, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean I'm like, why are you giving us it's the same people? Essentially, it's gonna be the TBS title tournament. Essentially, you know. So I mean, I, I granted I would much rather have Ruby Soho in other than Robin Renegade, not a knock on the Renegade sisters or anything like that at all. But for sure, you need Ruby Soho in. But do you really need Red Velvet in? Eh, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then you had Hangman Cole, um, which is how was that match? If Shawn Michaels decided to do a Texas death match and lay it all out, and then we would all think the undertaker at the end because he's going to prophesize us all to loving our lord and savior jesus christ like he did at the hall of fame Mm -hmm. then that's what you would have for that match it definitely as far as like the the hangman going to the extra limit type matches it's the worst one gotcha my opinion and i I, I, saying this because of your hatred for adam cole yes okay yeah i i it just it didn't work it was an it was a fight. It was the main events of NXT that made me stop watching NXT. Where it's Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly twenty seven, or Gargano twenty eight, or Keith Lee yeah, seventeen. Sure. Like, I just don't give a fuck. I, I, I I'm, yeah. The the crown of thorn thing was cool. Mm-hmm. It was a good spot. I liked it. It just didn't do anything for me. And it didn't make, it didn't help. It didn't help Hangman at all. And it did nothing for Cole at the same time. Like it just, I mean, other than the fact now that we can finally move on and get to punk, yeah. punk and punk and Hangman, which, mm-hmm. yep, let's fucking do that. So probably double or nothing. I, yeah, why not? Give time to build it up a little. Yeah, I mean, we're six weeks away, give or take. Five weeks away? Yeah, probably five. Yeah. So. Um, then Battle of the Belts 2. Yes. I did not get to either because I decided to watch something else that night. Oh, no, that's right. You did have something else to watch that night. I was going to say, why? Because mm-hmm. you need to watch Battle of the Belts too. Oh, for sure. I'm gonna yeah, and I'm gonna watch Hangman and I'm gonna watch Battle of the Bolts too. I was gonna do it today. There's only one reason why you should, not because Jonathan Gresham. Well, he's he's one half of the reason. The other half is fucking Dalton Castle. This would have been the first time that I would imagine that you would have ever seen Dalton Castle. Is that an would that be an accurate statement? Um, the first real match. Yeah, I've. I've seen him well aware of who he is, seen entrances, seen pictures, but not the full oh. match, full experience. He is, he, they treated Dalton Castle absolutely perfectly. He had a vignette where he's just doing a, a, a one shot, which, you know, just looking at the camera, doing a promo. And he references, I don't, I can't, I can't even think of what, like he, he essentially says, he's like, you're a silly goose and I am Sully Solenberg and I'm going to hit you with my plane 
And then I'm going to land that bitch right into the Hudson River. And all you're going to be is a down comforter. But like it's like he's doing it in this. Like, I'm just like, God damn it, you're amazing. And the boys, oh, God, the boys. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the hunk scale bill <laughs> oh on the hunk scale oh, the boys the boys are a wolf whistle or no they are a they are a boing wolf whistle a wooga all of them they, it's, it's, he had two boys that came out to the ring with him but he had an additional four boys come out with him and stand at the top of the entryway and just clap over the hand. Do the clap. Oh my god! And they, they. Because I saw the entrance for Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's the same shit. It's Super Card. Yeah, yeah, it's the or whatever that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah Super Card of Honor. Or we'll mm-hmm. pretend that's what it was. Oh my god, it is. He's so fucking fantastic, and like, oh, he's so beautiful and amazing and he's a good he's a really good worker like it's not like he's just you know this this gimmick yeah but like because wasn't he the actual the ring of honor world champion for a stretch for a good stretch like he beat mm-hmm. lethal and, and it was back in the days when Co- was like cody's was cody in the running mix. yeah like he was yeah. he was the world champion when like the elite were there and like, did he did he lose it or did he beat cody for it and they they mentioned it on the on the telecast, and I they said that he, um, the he beat Lethal for it. Okay. So then I think Cody might have beat him, and then Lethal gotcha. beat it off of Cody. But they didn't bring up Cody beating him. I don't. Yeah. So I know it was somewhere in that time frame. Cody. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was. And Mallory's never seen Dalton Castle, and so okay. she watched it with me, and I'm like. You're gonna like this guy. This this is this is a boy. <laughs> this is a delicious boy. And she the oh god she she was loving it like the boys the boys reacting to everything that's happening in the ring like it threw because Shivani and Taz and Excalibur are the announcers for it. It, they, the boys threw Excalibur and Shivani, or not Excalibur, but they threw uh, Shivani and Taz off their game. Like I'm the, sure, they're I'm giggling. sure Excalibur. And, oh, Excalibur yeah. knows. Like he, like Excalibur knows exactly. Well, yeah, because Don Castle did, had a good run in PWG for a while, so like he knows. Ooh. Like obviously, and oh, Gresham, imagine if Jr. was calling the match. <laughs> oh God, it would. He would not know what to do. Oh, he would have been so fucking mad. He would have been talking about wrist locks, but then uh, I mean Gresham. Gresham was awesome. Gresham, they they listed Gresham's height at five foot four. He did they? Yeah, and he looked tiny, 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 tiny boy, little boy, baby boy. I love you. Um, but he's built. Oh, right? he's he. He's a fucking yeah, brick yeah. shit house. Like he's awesome. Um, and then then our boy. Our boy came out at the end. I, I did see a piece of that. Ah, yes, our beautiful, beautiful, big-ass doofus. Satnam Singh! Satnam Singh! Satnam Singh! Satnam Singh! Satnam Singh! 
the basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> Was he escorted to the ring by? Yeah, Sanjay um, Dutt and, and Lethal helped him get in and out of the ring. And oh no, I was hoping for like uh, Giant Gonzalez and Sean Bradley, you know, Sean Bradley <laughs> <laughs> and Bo Bol. <laughs> um, Yao Ming. We forgot about Yao Ming last yeah. week. Oh yeah. I don't think he can walk anymore. <laughs> His feet are so fucked. Probably. Yeah. Charles Barkley. <laughs> Even though he's he's on more of the tinier side, but <laughs> yeah. movement wise, about the same, I'm sure. Um. But yeah, uh, yeah, our boys, and then uh, the the Rosa Nyla Rosa match was good. Uh, was it- Garland, Texas showed their true colors other than that one big beautiful boy in the very front row who had the, the good signs and was really into mm-hmm. the right things and stuff like that the rest of that sure. fucking crowd sucked and i still fucking live by it they were fucking dead fuck that crowd fuck garland texas i am literally three and oh as far as shitting on garland texas thank you garland mm-hmm. for being a absolute pit stain upon this great nation by great nation that one guy though he was no yeah that one guy's fine i knew he was like he was the only person in the crowd standing up and cheering for butcher Mm -hmm. yeah you know that that guy that guy and i would be friends as long as he read certain books i would i would be good friends with him we had the same economic policies uh, sounds like he got told at least once uh to put his signs away because of content yeah and and but he, uh, yeah i saw that tweet and that he put out there mm-hmm. and he's just like they were nice about it and i did it and did you see the other signs that he had though so i saw that one that no like the ones shared each other the ones that he but did then the I ones that he didn't put up because he had one he had ones that specifically referenced one of the greatest cartoons ever made no do you ever remember rejected it's a cartoon Mm-mm. called Rejected. Mm-mm. So, because you never went to like the Spike and Mike's animation festivals with like Rory and Kalen and I. I didn't. Okay. So, I am going to put a link in the description of the podcast and put it on, on the website for Rejected. But it's, it is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And he had signs that referenced Rejected. And it's I won't get into it much further than that. It is, it is pure art, and it was actually, I think I could be wrong, but I think it was nominated for animated short for the Academy Awards. So, really? and oh. and it has to do with clouds bleeding out of their ass. So, <laughs> it's that's pretty cool. It's great, love it. <laughs> My spoon is too big. So, anyway, that's a good dude. I like that guy. But everyone else in Garland, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll pretend he's not from Garland. He's from elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he he came from Colorado. He he drove across Oklahoma Panhandle and into that mm-hmm. godforsaken state known as Texas. And he drove all the way into Dal- the Dallas area because he did. Mm-hmm. Um. So did you? I did watch Dynamite. Okay, I was going to ask you. So like, so you covered Dynamite? Go quick. I did give. Chop, choppy, choppy, choppy. We'll, we'll get in to the main takeaway, which would be 
the huge announcement from your boy TK. Our boy TK. That he has given us a lifetime supply of mango, mango, white claws. And cool flavored Kit Kats because of the yes. combination of New Japan Professional mm-hmm. Wrestling and AEW. Oh, and there might be a pay-per-view called The Forbidden Door. Yes. In Chicago, Illinois, June 26th? June 26th, yes. yes. I've already looked at airfare tickets. Yeah, how is it? Uh, 300 at the moment. Uh, That makes sense. Same as Labor Day weekend. That's weird. Those tickets are going to blow out. Those those are going to sell fast. Those are because they they sold out the United because it's at the United Center, right? Mm-hmm. So they AEW already sold out the United Center once for Punk's return. So I I don't know how you have the ability to get into it. Well, fuck, dude. Let's just talk about it. Let's let's just let's go into it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Forbidden Door. Obviously, mm-hmm. AEW New Japan Professional Wrestling. This has been something that's been in the works forever. It's not like AEW right. not, hasn't been working with New Japan. Concerned Rocky Romero shows up and is also really good friends with pretty much at least half the roster. Um, For sure. So the Bucks, best friends, you know, Cedra. Yeah, we've had we've had multiple stars on AEW television, from Ishii to Minoru Suzuki a couple times already. Uh, Yuji Nagata, um, oh, Jay White, Jay White. Oh, I'm, oh, who's the guy that Mox wrestled? I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Like one of the very first ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, he's, he's he runs Bread Club, and he was one of the original starters of Suzuki Gun. Uh, Kabashi. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. I think we'll 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 say it's that. But anyway. We'll look at- like we've we've been blessed um, with that. So I mean, so we've had the forbidden door open, but now like now we know there's a working agreement. Mm-hmm. The president of New Japan Pro Wrestling was there, and yeah, announced they're gonna have an event in uh, June 26th. Mm-hmm. I, I assume it's going to be uh, AEW versus New Japan type, yeah. Format. I, I can't imagine it would be like a Worlds Collide type situation, um, or what was it's probably get- Starcade like '95 or whatever, or not '95, like '93 or something like that, where they had New Japan versus WCW, which is yeah. a great pay per view, or just some of the type of stuff that Ring of Honor New Japan have, were doing. Mm-hmm. I think one of the last big ones that Madison. Madison Square Garden, right when AEW, Ugh. when they all left, <laughs> Jay White referenced it that night. <laughs> he did. That was such a disappointing show, but it wasn't yeah. New Japan's fault. That was no. That was or Ring of Honor's fault. No, it was it was Ring of Honor's fault. It was Bully Ray and Delirious shitting the bed on booking. So, with that being said, Doug, mm-hmm. dream matchups. Because everyone's already starting to do it, we should probably put our two cents in. Um, I got, I got to start with would be would be Brian Danielson, Danielson versus 
there's, there's so many. I've seen Zach Sabre. Zach Sabre Jr. would be awesome. That would be my um, one. Yeah. Another obvious one is Ben um, Okada. Yes. I see the beautifulness in my mind, but and then just <laughs> the Raymaker. Yes. I Okada. Okada. Okada versus Danielson or Zach Sabre versus. You know, yeah, because I can't think of anyone to face Okada. I've, oh, I've seen other people Hangman. saying CM Punk. No, you have you know you have who you have Punk go against Kenta. Ha! You have yes. you have Ken, or or you have Kenta go against Joe. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but you, I, to me, it's Kenta versus Punk. It's Okada mm-hmm. versus Hangman. I'd be totally down with that. Yeah. Are we gonna assume Kenny is out or back? I would ass- I would assume if if they're announcing that you've gotta think that they're gonna want Kenny a part of that. Kenny's gonna be a part both of both sides. Kenny versus Jay both White. Both sides are gonna Yeah. Kenny versus Jay White. They'll they'll figure out something to do at Jay White still holds that. Uh, US of J challenge, or I mean, they got they got announced Kenny versus Jay White uh, beforehand, though. You would think, oh, yeah, no, they'll do it at um, double or nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll have Jay White do some shitty run in with Adam Cole over something, and like they turn on the box or something like that. And yeah, here comes Kenny to save the day, or something like that. Yeah, um, I think Ishii versus Miro. Ooh, that, that'd be awesome. Um, for me, Suzuki's got to be on the lineup since he's been so involved with AEW. I'm just trying to think at this point. Yeah, who do you who do you Kingston? Well, that's already happening. No, you got isn't it Kingston? Oh no, it's Kingston and Ishii, isn't it at Capital? Yeah, that's right. So there, there you have it, Suzuki and Kingston. There, got that one figured out. Because mm-hmm. yeah, because that's that would have, that's the only guy I can think of that like Suzuki hasn't that would fit that. Oh fuck yeah, we need to watch this, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh geez, I'm trying to think. I'm not too familiar with tag teams right now in New Japan. The tag team seems a little Except, weird. Um, Jeff so Cobb and Great Ocon have the yeah. Um, Great Ocon sucks. I mean, well, no, he doesn't. I forgot. I love my big doofuses. Great Ocon versus Satnam Singh. Satnam Singh. Satnam Singh. Satnam Singh. Satnam Singh. The basketball player. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, got that one fucking book. Yeah. God. Yeah. Um, we'll get we'll get into some more of that in a minute. But I'm now a United Empire guy. Fucking for real. I mean, if you want to be an off, is it okay? Oh, yeah, we'll get that in a sec because that's bothering me, Doug. It's uh, <laughs> bothering you a little bit. We'll get into why. Okay, I don't know. Um, but you got like Show and Yo, um, even though they're not together right now. Right. But they, you can do like Show and Yo uh, versus Top Flight God. Okay, you, yeah. you and your goddamn God, like. <laughs> that, was, that was the only tag team I knew. 
Oh, but you, you have all those junior, you have all those juniors mm-hmm. uh, that could do tag teams with like Top Flight, or for sure. Um, obviously the box. Uh, who the fuck is FTR going to wrestle? Actually, that's what it is. FTR goes and gets the fucking IWGP heavyweight yeah, tag team. That makes sense. But I mean, so we've already said more mashups than can be on the card. No, we <laughs> haven't. Toro Yano, Toro Yano versus John Moxley. <laughs> yeah, because he beat him in that, the G one. Uh, <laughs> or we just 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 give us a Colt Yano match. I, there are Colt Yano matches out there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but listening to you've been listening to some Marty wrestling. Oh. I have been actually listening to a lot of art of wrestling last two nights ago and today. Got some good ones. Yeah. Um, but Yano versus like, I think Yano versus like uh, New Order. Or New Order. Jesus. The band. Yes. Let's get New Order back. Dark Order. Like do a Yano chaos group versus oh fuck you yano versus and like best friends versus dark order because the best friends maybe are still part of chaos that's just mm-hmm. gonna be chuck <laughs> yeah. out by himself you're not a part of this <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which there, have you ever have you did you ever hear about when colt came back came out accidentally uh-uh Oh, what was it? I think it was for Tiger Hattori, and I could be wrong on this, but it was when Tiger Hattori retired. All of chaos goes out, and this is in Japan, and Colt's in Japan, and Colt just sees everyone kind of going out of the act, like going out to the rings. So he goes out with him, but he did. Then he realizes that it's like chaos. Which he's not affiliated with at all. <laughs> and he's already oh, he's already out there in the ring with like Okada. <laughs> and he's just like, I need to figure out what that was exactly and find the reference of it. It's because there's video of it. And like you can see like he realizes it, but then he also realizes that like the camera's already caught him, like he can't do anything. So he's he's an unofficial member of chaos. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, and possible there's Koto Ibushi maybe floating around. Maybe. Yeah. So anyway, fucking awesome. I, I think we might watch that pay-per-view, Doug. For sure. Oh, okay, good. We will. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that's really the big takeaway from in my yeah. opinion, that's the takeaway from from Dynamite. For uh, sure. Um, everything else was good card, good matches, just fine. Yeah. Um, coffee match was all right. It was all right. We got to see Sting dive off a balcony again. We got to see Sting dress up as Sting and then take off his mask. Oh, yes, <laughs> that's that's important. Well, at first I saw like Andrade try to open the coffin. I'm like, Sting's in the coffin. Yeah, like, and then I see the Sting mask. I'm like, <laughs> oh, and the guy, well, it Sting is like very apparent, like. I'm here for yeah. Darby Allen. <laughs> yeah. That is. Let me see the Sting mask. I'm like, oh, it, they brought back a amazing late WCW moment. Well, there was a there was a there was a guy who tweeted it, and I, I I'm pretty sure I retweeted it from our account. 
but it was like every time Sting has dressed up as himself and then tricked people, including like the like the funniest one to me is the one with Rob Van Dam and TNA, where he's like Rob Van Dam's like at the guardrail, <laughs> like it just it just it like Sting just takes off the mask, the yeah, and then like throws a chair at like Van Dam's head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, uh, and and Dustin, real quick, Dustin Rhodes, if we're talking about old men who can still really fucking go, Dustin Rhodes can still mm-hmm. fucking go. And he's, yep. he's a dreamboat. Bill, did you have a chance to check out any of the new Japan pro wrestling Windy Sea? Windy. <laughs> City Riot that was Saturday. Wendy's City Riot? Yes, sponsored by Dave. Baconator. <laughs> you know, Wendy's owes me like 125 bucks because I got Mike Peterson to work there and they never gave me that bonus. <laughs> fuckers. Those fuckers. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and this is like this is like 1997 money, so that's like worth like, I'm pretty sure I could like buy a car with that now so i ordered my first non-aew pay-per-view bill seriously that is your first non-aew pay-per-view isn't it yeah because i never got to watch any pay-per-views as a kid growing up yeah Aww. didn't have access um and then once the network came on you know they're just available yeah it's not like you're paying to i mean you're still getting to watch wrestlemania but it's different than like it's not buying it's all out yeah it's not spending the 50 dollars to watch yeah you know fireball great balls of fire right <laughs> why, yeah, why so, haven't they brought that pay-per-view back i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> oh fuck new japan and uh and fight tv got off to a rocky start but figured it out within the first minute so i was that's what i was that's what i was gonna ask you because like you you had mentioned you were texting me because i was i was busy doing soccer shit yeah um and you were texting me that they were they ran into some a lot of fucking problems but then i kept on seeing that they kept on having problems like even like there's like certain moments like kingston came out and like it cut out for some people and shit like that you're fucking in the middle of like ishii and suzuki or moxley and osprey and all of a sudden you lose signal yeah and then it comes back on so those were quick those were quick ones but in the beginning it was like the pay-per-view started and i was on twitter and everyone's like yeah like it's not working yeah so that was a few minutes before i got working and then once it did come on there was no commentary and the whole time their sound was funky the whole time it's like they didn't have like jumbotrons or announcers hooked up like to the tv sound so like when you heard them it was almost like you're hearing them from a microphone in the distance so they weren't so like, they weren't hard lined in essentially yeah you were hearing like an echo you were hearing like a soft echo of the jumbotron you weren't hearing like crystal clear sound of hardwired into the pay-per-view well and i know that late that night um they new japan issued a obviously they issued an apology and they said that they're gonna that you the copy that you have you know the the cloud copy essentially you have was going to be a restored version 
so it's going to be the clean version of what it should have been mm-hmm. and but you know so it's at least there's that you know it's not going to be the For actual sure. live recording that you you ran into right. um so at, at least there's that but they also encouraged you know if people were unhappy to go get their money back so i saw that but i was like you know i still i saw what i wanted to see yeah i'm happy to pay the 1999 and support you know support that night of wrestling like sure so i wasn't gonna try to get my money back from it yeah but yeah so i it was good overall there i definitely the three matches that i came away with as being favorites were that uh 10 man tag with team filthy versus the fred rosser Coughlin. Yeah, Alex Dickinson. Coughlin, Dickinson, Rosser, Josh Alexander, and Ren Narita. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a really good match overall. How you know some good storylines in there with Rosser trying to get payback on t- team filthy, you know, to try to get a, a match with Filthy again. Mm-hmm. And Kratos um, had a I guess Kratos was a monster. Oh yeah. That was my first time seeing him. He was he had this spot where all like everyone else was outside on like behind like basically essentially behind the turnbuckle mm-hmm. on the outside, and he runs and dives over the top. I, I and he is like three three fifty. He's a big dude. I don't know what he, he is. He's a big. He's boy. a big dude. And he easily cleared it, just dives over the top rope and onto all of them. Yeah, no. So that was pretty awesome. I took away being a fan from him. And, of course, we had, you know, our boys Royce Isaacs and Darrell Nelson. They were awesome. They they got their uh, flex moment. Yes. (laughs) They showed off their hunkiness. Mm -hmm. Our sweet boys got hunks. I was just kind of – I pulled up the cage match right now. Uh, That was very favorable favorable rating. They got seven – out of 10 which is pretty solid uh okay especially for a 10 man i mean 10 man tags they're you know they're never anything insane but, right but this this was good for for a 10 man definitely it had had some structure had some storytelling yeah it was, was the, it? yeah it was okay. the fourth highest rated which i mean fuck take that that's that's some what, good what shit. was what was third uh third highest was uh usfj with our okay. boy shooter yeah, that was good. our panty dropper so shooter you, you just sent me that earlier that day like that promo of moxley and shooter back in the day of 19 whenever he was in the with g1 it was the g1 g1 yeah yeah so it's not who i ex- well it wasn't who anyone expected to come out but he looks really good. Shooter, so sh- he was good. Do you know a lot about Shooter or Shooter? No, not a thing. <laughs> so he's Red Shoes' son. I know that. Um, he is the 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 go arounds about him, especially during that G one. Was he is going to be the next Tanahashi? Like he he will be. He has the look. He has the skills. He has the discipline. Yeah. He has the personality, um, and I see it, like for sure. And and, and the Moxley thing, God, I love. I forgot those mm-hmm. those shooter, 
He's a real panty dropper, isn't he? <laughs> so to, to start it so we're like we're waiting we're waiting and then you just see moxley like you see the camera mm-hmm. pan to like upstairs and it's just moxley they're like whoa he's already in the main event tonight and then he's like shooter you you ready get up get out there enhance <laughs> and the death riders jacket the shooter wow. yeah. and by the way the death riders is the coolest i it's the coolest fucking name not the Death Riders logo that's on the Moxley shirt, but the Death Riders logo that's on the jacket is the coolest fucking mm-hmm. logo because that's two different logos. Because the skeleton has eyes on the jacket, it's like more of a cartoony okay. kind of creep show kind of thing versus the other ones, your typical death, you know, thing that's on the right. the mock shirt. I fucking love that fucking logo so goddamn much. And I love Shooter, I'm gonna call him Shooter mm-hmm. forever. That's and I'm. Uh, and people can hate me about it and fuck you. No, it was not. Yeah, he looked really good. Like the match itself maybe wasn't. It's a weird way to put it. The match wasn't great, but he was great. Okay. They let him show he can really wrestle. Then, you know, Jay White did his, you know, they kind of, they each kind of did their thing. Yeah. And then we had the one that we were, you were kind of questioning how good it was going to be Ishii versus Suzuki. I caught, mm. I caught a lot of that one and I was pleasantly yeah. surprised. This is, this is why I, this is why I'm the Debbie downer on everything because I'd much rather be pleasantly surprised and ultimately sure. disappointed. I mean, so you're a few days removed from the Joe Suzuki match. So it's like, well, so they're going to come out and chop again for 10 minutes, yeah. but instead of chopping, they came out for the first five minutes and just did forearm elbows to like the neck head. Yep. <laughs> and they just traded those back and forth. And then, yeah, it got brutal. Then they're doing headbutts, but it wasn't your typical like the the big well the hand on the, top the Andre the Giant headbutt. Yeah, like it was, it was like a hand on each side of the head and like headbutt you can like hear the thud it was like oh jesus yeah it was it was a good fun match no so at the end ishii gets the win suzuki leaves real quick and scampers off hear the music yeah he scampers off real quick (laughs) because one mr eddie kingston comes out our sweet boy oh god he's like i live and breathe the king's road and i challenge Challenge you May May fourteenth, DC, the next pay per view. Yeah, Capital like, something something. Yeah, I want to say Capital Sold. Carnage, but I don't think that's it. But yeah, oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm buying it. Yeah, really? Okay, I'll let you. <laughs> so why do you like the Great Ocon? And Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher. Oh, and Aaron um, Henry. I don't know. Well, Jeff Cobb's amazing. Jeff Cobb could do no wrong in my book. Jeff yeah. Cobb and Will Ospreay as a team together is fantastic. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about anyone else other than Great O'Connor. So, so in that match with the Bullet Club, uh-huh. which the Bullet Club fucking sucked and were bored as shit. <laughs> What? No, but like it has Doc Gallows and, and Machine Gun. Ugh. 
I know. Was Chris like, Bay was any good at boring. least? Chris Bay was the one was was the highlight. Yeah, Chris Bay's awesome. Bullock. And I don't mind El Fantasmo. I mean, they have like a five minute back scratch spot where everyone took turn like back breaking the back. There's a time and place for that. <laughs> And I think, and, yeah. and how it's done, I think it might, I need to see it. To... They pop, we got the pop for Norton. We should. Anderson made him official Bullet Club member. Um, Norton got in and immediately called out Cobb, which, which is, you know, you hoped for. Yep. But then immediately it was like, oh, like. It was an old man trying to fight a premier athlete. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he bounced up from a suplex. By bounce up, I mean he, it would be like me trying to bounce up <laughs> in your current in your current back and no, state, <laughs> and yeah, trying to no sell a suplex from Defcon, <laughs> and you can barely get to your feet. Oh. And then he like tried to clothesline a guy, and just I mean, it was like hey, it was like me trying to hit a, a softball. <laughs> <laughs> you swing, so, but so as soon as you hit so the ball, you just stop. So what you're trying to tell me is that you are Scott Norton. Yes. <laughs> you were featured in the Sylvester Stallone movie or over the top, like Scott Norton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I felt bad. Like, and then when he tagged out, you could tell he was either super tired or like pissed with himself. Probably at both. Because you know that first sequence didn't go well. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. It's not the bullet club that <laughs> that you fell in love with. That you remember and fell in love with. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, is that they were they were kind of like going back, and we, we spent a lot. I spent way too much time on it last week, but you know the Gallows and Anderson, they were they were goofs a little bit, but they were like scary goofs, like especially Gallows. Gallows was a fucking monster, and Anderson was legit, and now they're just fucking just two fucking goofs just doing dumb they didn't shit. even stand out they didn't even stand out like as far as what they wore or how they looked they just blended in as part of five guys from the book club like it wasn't even See, yeah. unique so it was that kind of fell fell flat but Overall, you know, those last two matches, the Osprey-Moxley match was insane. I, I loved it. Osprey was, you always knew him as like the high flyer. Oh, he's not that anymore. He more of, he, had, he still had it, but he added that like aggression mm. now. And yeah, it was him and Moxley. Yeah, anyone, anyone who thinks that Osprey is still like the Osprey versus Ricochet from Best of Super Juniors 2017 or 18 or whatever it was, where Vader said it's a bunch of flippy shit. That's not right. Mm-hmm. That no, Osprey, Osprey's no. a man. <laughs> he's a man. Yeah, I would not fuck with us. No, he is a he's he's like he's fucking huge. I think he's shrank a little bit, but because at one point he was he was a beef. Got beef. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite out or uh aftermath results from that is did you see that tweet that osprey sent oh out? the pussy finisher <laughs> yeah because moxley tried that he did a curb stomp moxley did the curb stomp yes <laughs> <laughs> and then our girl went blew up and then our girl <laughs> yeah. one of my new favorite uh um twitter follows twitter follows has been uh heidi howitzer 
who will be at Lucha Libre and Laughs this Sunday? April 24th. At the O. <laughs> yeah, so she, so Osprey was like, commented what he showed the video of the curb stomp and was like, I wasn't gonna, like, hell, I was gonna get pinned to your pussy, your friend's pussy finisher or something like that. <laughs> so then Heidi Howitzer uh, quote tweeted, Pussy finisher was my nickname in high school or something. College, like Doug. College. 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 It gets weird. It, it can get weird in high school. <laughs> get weird. Yes. <laughs> no, she's awesome. She's funny as shit. And she she is really is her, a good follow. Yeah, definitely an overall good follow. Like her first comment after that was like, well, the this escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, that, that fucking tweet that Osprey put out there was so fucking funny. I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely loved it. Oh, speaking of uh, Osprey, Doug, mm-hmm. I just wrote a blog on www.itsallprowrestling.com/slash blog. Is that our is that our new website? Bill? It is our new website, Doug. It is full of oh, wow. amazing things like my writing abilities. Do you like to read things written by? a 40-year-old with brain issues, then come over and read it. Um, But I wrote about, actually, who I wrote about was essentially uh, Blake Christian. Um, Mm -hmm. Up-and-comer. He's not really an up-and-comer, but he's only 24. But he's caught both of our eyes in this last six months or so. uh, Since uh, GCW, or the world on GCW, yes. Yep. I wrote a little blog about it, but he is actually wrestling Osprey this Saturday for Warrior Wrestling. And there is a really, as I was writing it and kind of looking at some things that Christian's been doing here recently, I realized that Blake Christian is essentially very likely the new Will Osprey. He has definitely see that. He has every bit of talent and charisma that osprey has and i think this is this is this very well could be an incredible um match and in fact i i I kind of put it out there i'm like this is could be a match that we're going to be talking about for a while it's going to be gift to high heaven uh right if not gift all that good stuff but if you want to take a look at it uh just Mm -hmm. over on the blog it's all pro wrestling pod arts it's all pro wrestling.com is where you can find it uh, give it a look, and I also included a link if you can if you want to look at the card in general. Uh, I included the rest of the card for Warrior Wrestling Championship. It's this Saturday, and if you want, you can click a link over to uh, order it through Fight as well. And hopefully, they have a better option or better service than they did in Chicago. But I kind of sent you the card there, Doug. If you wanted to take a look mm-hmm. at it quick, is there anything that kind of pops out to you? Uh, for Saturday, yeah, so show. obviously the one you just talked about. So we got the champion, um, Warrior Wrestling Champion, Will Osprey versus Blake Christian. Yep. Do you think Blake wins it and really puts him over? I'll put it this way: I'd like to see that. I mean, it kind of. I think it's a good time. It's I mean, be you a got great time for it for for Blake, and it allows Will to further move further into New Japan. Cause he's, I think he's, mm-hmm. he's been here just so he could be here and yeah. where took advantage of it. And 
it's a great champion to have as, as Will Ospreay as your champion. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah I, I, sure. I would like Blake in that one. Uh, what's another match you like there? All right. So it looks like we got a good match for the uh, vacant warrior wrestling uh, women's championship. We got Athena versus Sky Blue versus Shaza McKenzie. Should be a nice little match. Uh, yeah. Across the board. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. uh, what I liked about that one was it's kind of generational. And I don't, and by no means is anyone like the old maid or anything like that. Right. But like, you know, Shazza McKenzie has been around for, for quite a while. Um, helped establish women's wrestling in the United States as well as abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, Athena has been kind of, you know, yep. the middle ground. And then Sky Blue is. And if you are unfamiliar with the name Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon. Yep. And Sky Blue is is doing great things, I guess, in, you know, the, the Midwest area. She's loved and. Mm-hmm. Illinois, I know that for sure. Illinois, yeah, I know. Indiana, in that Chicago, Indiana area, mm-hmm. um, had several matches in AEW. Well, yeah, she's actually signed by AEW, so she was. Did she officially get signed now? Yeah, she was signed not too long after she did that. Was it the pay per view where they had the battle royale mm-hmm. a while ago? A couple yeah. pay per views back, she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wasn't signed. She was signed. Within a couple of weeks, I think. So yeah, that's that's going to be really cool. I like that one a lot. Uh, the the women's title was um, Thunder Rosa, and she's vacating it. I don't know why necessarily. Okay. It might have to do with obligations to AEW. Um, but she's going to be at that. Could match. be since she has the title now. Yeah, I, I don't know what that contract looks like or whatever. Wasn't the last time she was in Warrior Wrestling? She wrestled Athena. Called out the fans. Yeah, she was, wrestled she, Athena, and afterwards called out the fans for being a bunch of shit kings. Yeah, if it, if it wasn't that time, it was at least the time before the last time. You know, it was we covered it. I mean, I'll tell you that for sure. Um, another one that I really like on there. I'm I'm really into Swerve right now. Swerve can't do mm-hmm. anything wrong. Uh, him versus Adam Brooks, who I wasn't too familiar with, but I looked into him. He's best friends, and he's also trained by Buddy Murphy. Okay. So let's or not? Oh, geez, it's not Buddy Murphy anymore. But we'll just refer to him as Buddy Matthews. Murphy, Buddy Matthews. Everything I was seeing was Buddy Murphy still. So don't don't blame me. I'm 40 years old, and my brain is swollen. But yeah, so I'm I'm kind of I I want to see that one right now. That's the other one that I think I'll go with. I have I have an idea on the one that you're gonna say. Is Adam Brooks in the card twice? No. Maybe the copy so, I sent to you so, was. So he's versus the one I'm looking at, he's versus Swerve, but then he's also in the tag team match. Oh shit, he might be. I see that now. Oh, let me double check. Top flight, top flight versus Brian Cage and Adam Brooks. Well, let me double check. Because the oh let me double yeah, I'm, that could be me looking at 14 different things at once. Let me look at that real quick. Swerve versus Brooks. Okay, so because I was looking at Warrior Wrestling and then I was also looking at Fight. Let's see. I'm trying to look right now. So on Warrior Wrestling site. Oh, you know, it's Casey Navarro. For... Casey Navarro versus. Gotcha. There on, it is. Yeah. Well, I will change that. So it's, it's Brian. Does it matter, bud? Does it really matter? 
No, you got my cousins. <laughs> you got your you top got, flight. We got Doug's cousins, top flight. Dante versus the hunk Brian Cage. Which what's the hunk? What's the hunk skill for Brian Cage, Doug? Um, do you even remember how it went? Was it's the very top tier, which was something boing, wolf whistle, boing, boing wolf whistle, wolf whistle, a wooga. A wooga. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it's Casey Navarro. I didn't definitely need to make change that up. I apologize to Casey and his family. But yes, it looks like a really good card, despite the fact that Franklin Clown's on there. Um, yeah. but, I was just gonna do some, something about Frank the Clown. But maybe but Frank the Clown is like maybe he's the one that's running. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that Warriors as a whole has been a really good promotion. They started doing shows um, during pandemic, but they were doing them all outside in like high school uh, football fields <laughs> with like hyper mm-hmm. like separation and social distancing. Yeah. And, and I think I saw a few of those. Yeah, like and they have great cards. So I'm definitely interested in, in looking at that. I think that's probably my it's my card of the week uh over the weekend so suck it impact my ass is numb oh shit we have a giveaway we do bill we do doug whoa we do have a giveaway so last week we did our announced our episode 25 giveaway so we're giving away a um one one of our it's all pro wrestling shirts of your choice, a AEW Cody figure and a autographed Finn Balor card. And it's not just any Cody figure, it's one of the LJNs. The LJN. It is one of the coolest. It's one of the better ones. Out of all the it is maybe my favorite one oh. out of all the AEW. It's really cool looking. Yeah. The old LJN style. So anyways, yeah, thanks everyone who um, partaked in this. It was a, we had a great turnout. Mm -hmm. Appreciate, you know, all the people that have been listening to us for a while, as well as a bunch of new faces that we saw through this. You know, we appreciate all of you for checking it out and using that awesome hashtag Rocky Mountain Rumble Boys. Rocky Mountain Rumble Boys fucking horrible thanks for all the uh <laughs> thanks for all the dms thanks to everyone you know checking it out and so our winner we took everyone who uh entered put them in the randomizer and the winner is uh ridge thomas yes so uh thanks ridge we will get in contact with you get all that good stuff See what shirt you want. Um, get your address. Send you send you that good stuff over. And I will also be sending you other things through the mail as well, Ridge. Cool. Are you familiar with the works of Ted Kaczynski, Doug? <laughs> the name sounds familiar, Bill. Go on. <laughs> anyway, uh, congratulations to Ridge. Uh, thanks again to everyone who. Uh, who participated it was really cool uh i think we're going to be probably doing this off and on uh throughout our mm-hmm. tenure 
uh, here in the podcast world. Uh, but yeah, keep, you know, so keep an ear out. Thanks again for everyone listening. Thanks to all the new listeners. Hopefully we didn't scare you too much or you just thought I was really handsome. Uh, and to that, mm-hmm. I will give you a Boeing wolf whistle and an awooga. So, thanks again. Oh, what, Doug? Did you do your homework this week? I did do my homework. Did you do your homework this week? I did my homework, Bill. Despite the fact Hulu was down? Mm-hmm. That's good. Because <laughs> mine was on the Peacock. <laughs> it was on the Peacock. <laughs> Doug, what'd you have? You had me in... Okay, I'm going to try this without looking it up. Okay. 1994, Spring Stampede. From and the, sp- the Rosemont Center in Chicago, Illinois. Rosemont Horizon, but that's close enough. We'll take it. More. No, it was good. It was good. It's close, close. Yeah, yeah. Um, looked like it was going to be a cool overall card. I definitely want to go back and watch some of those matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Regal versus Flying Brian. Yes. Um, did we have? The Great Muda versus Stunning Steve Austin. Yes. Was that a Flare Steamboat match in there? There was a there was a Flare Steamboat match at the end. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was the main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had oh, you had Dave Sullivan. Anytime you get David Sullivan in there, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, no, across uh, Sting versus Rude. Yeah. Um, Vader versus Boss Man, which not in. I mean, anytime you have Vader with Harley Race, it's awesome. I, in my opinion, right. now it's it's a good little card. It's a good little pay per view. Uh, and then you also have you have Johnny B. Bad versus Diamond Dallas Page, which they did literally, I think, twelve pay per views in a row to open up a pay per view in WCW during that time. I am not fucking <laughs> kidding you. Like there's a point where they there was Johnny B. Bad versus Diamond Dallas Page for at least like six pay-per-views straight. They're telling a story, Doug. They're telling a story. Anyway, so what did I give you in all that mess? So the specific match you gave me from that pay-per-view was in a Chicago street fight. You gave me the Nasty Boys versus Cactus Jack and Max. A sweet, beautiful boy of the week alumni or alumnus. Yes, he is. <laughs> Alum? Alum. Alum. Uh, there we go. Uh, alum- alumnius. An alumnius. Like the narcissist. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. It started off a little weird. Like it started off a little slow. Like when I think it was a, a pool cue or something that was in the ring for a while. Yeah. But like when they were hitting with it, like they weren't actually hitting each other with it. <laughs> they were like hitting with their hands holding the pool cue. Yeah. So it was like, they don't know what like, the fuck they're on. doing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I know Cactus Jack like <laughs> knows what he's doing. Like, hey, Cactus. What am I doing with this pool cue? They finally kicked it in. I don't know if like it was just a slow start or if Mick was finally like, start fucking like hitting me. Let's let's go. Yeah. 
Well, and, then, and got, then they really hit him. Yeah, he got he got jacked a few times. God, the fucking shovel. Yeah, where the fuck did that shovel come from? I don't know, like, but that said, fucking shovel. That I mean, <laughs> you're not gonna hit someone with a pool cue, but you're gonna smack him in the, the fucking side of the head with a shovel. The fucking heaviest <laughs> fucking shovel. He almost got his fucking face ripped off by that goddamn fuck, dude. Like it was that was it was oh. gross. Yeah. And then cactus. Um did he suplex a giant table onto one of the nasty boys? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that was cool. Which actually is something that Mick does in uh, Kawasaki Dream IWA King of the Death match. Oh, does it? It doesn't do nice. tables, but it's um a bed of nails. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then let's see. <laughs> then they tried to do a pile driver on the table. Yeah. But instead, they just broke through the table Fuck before it. they could. Those fat fox. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Mick, when Mick is the healthiest looking dude in the match, we got some problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm not being, yeah, but it, I'm not being definitely fat got phobic, brutal later. Jesus Christ! No, like God. Who was? Shivani was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Different time. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. They went, they like kicked, like right when they started kicking it in, I was kind of thinking about it. And then it just like, it was over. It just dies. Yeah. It, it's, it, for some reason, it just dies. And what's funny is that that is like considered to be one of Mick's best matches outside of like, yeah, I w like outside of WWE, like it's very weird. That's one of the reasons why. Because I love Cactus Jack WCW. Yeah, for sure. Ninety four Spring Stampede before fucking Hogan comes in is mm-hmm. a. There's a lot of cool shit happening. I mean, granted, yeah, you have Bunkhouse Buck, but you also have Dustin Rhodes. You know, right? You got Flair. You got Steamboat. You have vader a lot of cool shit because i watch i always like even if i don't watch the like whole pay-per-view when you give me an assignment off of one Mm -hmm. like i always watch the intro just to kind of see what it is see what what the time frame is see what other matches are going on and the production value of like early mid 90s wcw pay-per-views is so fucking funny no matter what it is it's so great like it's oh Doug, you gave me something. You gave did me, I now? You did. Oh man, I did, let me guess. Did I take you to Japan? You did. You did. <laughs> Why would I do that? Because you like Japan wrestling, and you have been enthralled okay. with the King's Road and the Pillars, mm-hmm. and all Japan wrestling is is a lot of beef in that ring. And this was very much the case, except for one gentleman. Uh, you took me to. May 25, 1992, All Japan Professional Wrestling for the All-Asian Tag Team Championship. You had Kenta Kobashi and Suyoshi Kuyuchi, and I apologize if I butchered that, versus Doug Furness and Dan Crawford, the champions, mm-hmm. who... I had to do some research because you asked me. Did you? You asked me if I knew those guys. And mm-hmm. uh, 
Kerfot is uh, Lafon, who was that was that was the name he took on in ECW WWF. It was Phil. What Lafon. name was it again? Dan Kerfot was Phil Lafon. Okay. So it was Furnace okay. and Lafon was the the names that I remember. Gotcha. They, were, they were the Can Am tag team. So it was the same guys. I thought it was, but the Kerfot just threw me off completely, and I had no idea what it was. Okay. We had a Kenta Kobashi match a couple episodes ago that you had given mm-hmm. me. This is the Kenta Kobashi I know, though, as far as movement is concerned. A little more right. stiff, not as agile. Um, like he he moved that this is this is how I have Kenta Kobashi in my head. The craziest thing about this match, though, is that the most over person in the match is Suyoshi. It's, I mean, Kobashi eventually gets in there, but Suyoshi is the guy that the fans are going absolutely fucking ape shit over. Doesn't he see the one that starts it off and has that great segment in the beginning of the match? Yes, he's he's the one that starts it off against, um, I'm going to call him Lafon because that's what I know him as, but Crafat, Lafon. Yeah. It's Lafon's fucking great in this match, too. He is super. Mm-hmm. Like his kicks th- threw me off, like how good and accurate. Like he's, he's throwing kickboxer kicks in there in, you know, 1992 for Christ's sake. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, Siyoshi was just over as fuck. And I'll be honest with you, Doug. I don't know who the fuck that guy is at all. No, <laughs> I, I, I looked was... him up and I'm like, I don't, you didn't do any, this is it for you for the most part. Like you're, you've been really? around, he's been around, he's, he's a solid, solid, but like, as far as what I looked up and saw, this is it. He's not a guy that comes up when you're looking at the Kings Road, Four Pillars matches when you get in those wormholes on YouTube channels. You, he's not a name that comes up like, like a, Kabashi, a giant Sirota, or like, I mean, anyone, yeah, yeah, you know, and so, and it's it's crazy how over he is with the fans. Those fans, by the way, my god, they were that was the that was the craziest I've ever seen a Japanese crowd. I was gonna say the exact same thing that did not have a giant gaijin either whipping a bull rope or a chain trying to kill them in the crowd like yeah like it's that's the craziest i've ever seen a crowd and they were in yeah that was a rowdy crowd yeah and it was it, it, it was slow it was purposeful for the first five to seven minutes probably um and then it it picked up and kabashi kabashi has a beautiful moonsault he really does mm-hmm. like he it's probably the perfect moonsault like it's christopher daniels moonsault is based off of kibashi's that's the only thing i could come up with yeah it's just it's like it's almost slow-mo it is it's like so like just perfect it's just slow-mo but like perfect rotation lands it perfect and he's a huge fucking guy doing it too like yeah he's i mean i i don't know his stats but he's a big fucking dude that's just doing this perfectly graceful and you're right time seems to stop as he's doing it 
Yeah, for sure. So, uh, and a lot of times when time stops, when people do moves like that, it's not in a good way. It's like you're like, oh shit, you're over rotated, or oh shit, you're under rotated. Oh fuck, well, you're gonna break your neck oh, off. Fuck, like, oh, fuck, it's oh, just perfect. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I, I I'm not gonna say I didn't like the match. I did. It was it was a really good match. Though, is it a wrestling? observer newsletter match of the year which it was was it i don't think so now yeah. granted 92 what am i going to compare it to i off the we're top watching of, hogan and warrior yeah i mean i i'm not I, I don't i don't necessarily know and granted we're i'm looking at it from modern perspective looking back but sure. i've seen I've seen what I would consider better matches from all Japan in the era. That's far better than that. I think what put that over in our sweet boy gods, Dave Meltzer's mind is that crowd. That crowd, I think, put it over to him. He, he Dave Meltzer is a mark for crowds, just like me. Yeah. It, it was good. It was a really, 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 and I'm, I'm not diminishing the match, but it was one of those, I was just like, I, I I did the mistake I did I did the mistake of looking up the match because I was looking up specifically the Phil Lafon thing. Yeah. And I came across it and it is a wrestling observer newsletters 1992 match of the year and I'm like, "Oh, okay, so I need to watch it from like why is this a match of the year instead of just enjoying it." Yeah. Um that's when when you do that unfortunately it- usually diminishes the match for you and one thing i want to point out specifically to jim ross our boys jim ross my boy who has this vision or this memory of 1990s wrestling in his head and it's specifically his boy dr death steve williams who made his name in all japan pro wrestling and new japan and the japanese style in tag teams it's fucking chaos Eventually, the tag team wrestling in Japan at this time breaks down into absolute fucking chaos. There's no rules. There's no nothing. And it's not always the gaijin's doing it. In this case, it, a lot of it was Kobashi coming in and stomping on a head on, a, on either Furnace or Lafon as they're doing a goddamn lion tamer to our sweet boy, excuse me, Shiyoshi. Like... It's it's a fucking it's a clusterfuck. It is an AEW tag team clusterfuck. By the end of it, it's Lucha Bros. Match. Well, no, no, it's no, it's not the Lucha Bros. Match. That that no, but <laughs> it's fucking chaos though. And it's just one of those things where I, I get I, when I was watching that, I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ, get some control in there, ref. because i'm i am i am i am jr essentially but i did like the match i just i did i did the mistake of trying to figure out if that was philophon or not and it was right and then but i had to do that if not i I would have been fucking driving myself nuts if i didn't do that what like i do the same yeah um so doug i have a thing for you it is a homework assignment for real? For real. Well, that's cool. I believe we are in the great city of 
what is going on? <laughs> what do you mean? I could have swore I heard like a printer go off or, and then like ghosts. Oh, uh, I may have, was it this? Yes. Okay, I kicked a magazine on the floor or something. Pick up your magazine. Pick up your room, Doug. It was a pick up your room. Maya coloring book, Bill. I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, so I'm taking you to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The year 2009. The promotion, Chikara. This is Ooh. King of Trios 2009, Night 2. Okay. This is four people in the ring. They wrestle against each other. These four people are Jigsaw, a young man by the name of Nick Jackson. Okay. Another young man by the name of El Generico. Yes, I was hoping he was in there. And a fourth young man by the name of Kota Ibushi. Ooh. Doug Ooh. It is Chikara. I've been wanting to get Chikara in for a little bit. I've been inspired by you going into or giving us or giving me and us, our faithful listeners, some independence from the States. And this is time. Yet yeah, Nick Jackson doing solo runs against El Generico, Kota Ibushi, and Jigsaw. King of Trios, which King of Trios is the WrestleMania of Chikara. Okay. I've heard that a lot, like the name King of Trios. Bill, yes. W- would you like your homework assignment? You're going to give it to me either way. Yeah, I am. Bill, guess, guess where I'm taking you, Bill. Japan, 1991. I'm taking you to Tokyo, Japan. What? But we're going to do something a little different. No. We're going into August 18th, 2012. Holy shit. Yeah. We're and we're going DDT, Bill. Oh shit. All right. We're going to the I'm probably gonna butcher all this. So this event was the Nippon Badokan Peter Pan 2012 is DDT's 15th anniversary. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize they were around since 97. And in your main event, I believe, it is for the KOD open weight title match. Is this Kenny Omega? Is this that match that he, he referenced not to like this week or the last week? And, um, I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Uh, I, I'm not sure what match that is, but yeah, so we got Kenny Omega versus Kota Ibushi. Oh no. 2012. This is the this is that match. That match? No. What's that match? No. no. This is a if it's if it's the match I think it is, it's a good thing or bad great thing. thing. It's also one of the okay, scary as one of the scariest spots I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Like because I'm either notorious for pulling out that thing <laughs> and being oh. very being very bad. No, I'm pretty sure no one killed themselves because of this match. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, yeah. This wasn't the match that that Kenny was referencing earlier, but uh, okay. um 
if it's the, I think this is the match. It's a long match. It's like 35 40. The bell to bell time it says this 37. The YouTube link was 43 45. Yeah. Okay. I think this is it. Did you watch it? A little. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm going to, but like I was trying to find something. I was originally going to find like a junkyard dog since we talked about him last week. Yeah. So the one I was looking at was like a junkyard dog, uh, Butch Reed from like 79 or 82 or something like that, okay. whenever they were like NWA. But as I was kind of like skipping through the match to try to see what it was looking like, every time I stopped, like all 10, 12 times, it was just like wrestles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds fun. <laughs> Which, like, yeah, no. Okay. Well, let's find something else. So I was, I have no idea how I ended up on this match, but okay. No, I'm glad you did. did. No, this is if it's the match. I think of this is this is the match. And so I did the same thing. I did a few like skip through. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be good. Yeah, cool. Well, Bill, I think we went on for like six hours. Uh, no, only seven and a half. Okay. Well, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Pro Wrestling Podcast. Doug, you sound like Max Hedrum because your fucking internet's going out again. So I'm just going <laughs> to fucking do this. Yeah, do it. All right. Well, folks, thank you for listening to It's All Professional Wrestling Podcast. My name is Bill. That was Doug. You can follow us on Twitter at IAProWrestling.com. Instagram, It's All Pro Wrestling. Patreon, it's all pro wrestling. Facebook, who gives a fuck? Thank you for listening. And remember, we will be at the O for Lucha Libre and Laughs. The medium is the messenger. Hope to see you there. Or the message. Is the message. Damn it, fuck. <laughs> the medium is the message. We will see you there. This is Bill. And don't Doug, forget I'm... the website, Bill. Oh, and you, okay. and you can you can follow our website. It is on the World Wide Web. It is www.itsallprowrestling.com. Over there, you will find blogs, abilities to listen to our podcast that you are listening to right now, and merchandise. Anything from socks to T-shirts to pins to stickers, to magnets, all designed by me, Bill. We're also not fascists. Buy our stuff. Satnam Singh! Satnam Singh! Satnam Singh! The basketball player? Yeah, they used to pump in that Goldberg chant. A lot of people don't know that. I know that. I know that. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Make movies.